Hey everybody, what's going on? It's the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name's Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Thank you very much for joining us. We are recording from just outside Boston, Massachusetts. It's Tuesday. It is Tuesday after the Super Bowl. I really hope you all are not um, hungover too much. So, and we'll get into the Super Bowl in a second, but what you got? I got, this weekend was, you know how sometimes you have like a shot and then a chaser? Like you have to deal <laughs> with the shit first. Yeah. And then... You know, you got to eat your, you can't have any, <laughs> can't have any pudding until you don't, no, until that's you don't true. eat your meat. That's so true. we all know that, that this weekend was the fucking opposite because yeah. it started out awesome because we had six nations yep. on, on Friday and then we had six nations on Saturday yep. and then we had the goddamn Super Bowl on Sunday. And now I'm not going to, I love football. Yeah. I'm American. Yeah. I love football. America. Holy shit! Was that just a an ugly display of athleticism and and team sport? And yeah. Well, I, I, and, and I I completely blame the Rams. Well, you know what? Hold on, I can't do this in in our current state. We'll, we'll get to it in a second. Um, so pop our beers. Uh, we're gonna remind while we do that. I'll remind you guys to find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, thank you all for the recent fifty percent bump in listener uh, rate. Good lord, we had half. We had we had a huge bump from yeah. the last two episodes between um, the one the, the draft. live draft weird and the one with James. Maybe James bumped us. I don't know. <laughs> Was I don't James know that, that handsome? His, I don't know that his yes. Yeah, I don't know that his good looks come across on the pod. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, I did put a picture out there, but I don't, <laughs> I don't have that many people that followed me. Maybe, he, but he did repost it, so maybe. Maybe that many people follow him. That's possible. Back to the Super Bowl. What are we talking about? I say, weren't we talking about something? Yeah. So, my problem with the NFL these days, and and this this bleeds over into other sports too, Mm -hmm. is fucking cowboys. And not the team, but the the concept of shit coaches. And you all know, I I have, well, you don't, you may not know if you're listening. There are certain coaches that I don't like from the NFL, namely one, Mr. Andrew Reed, who currently yeah, coaches I know the Kansas don't. City Chiefs, who is an absolute cowboy. If you've never met Ben, you should know this by now. <laughs> garbage head coach. And, and part of that is comes down to the, I need full control. I need to be the one calling the plays. I need to be the one making the adjustments. There's no trust in the goddamn player. Right. And to see that play out in the Super Bowl as the major reason that the Rams lost, where... McVay didn't want to attack the, the Patriots right. the way that is successful against the Patriots. He wanted to do it his way. Well, and, and not only everybody's that, play is better, right? Exactly. <laughs> he, know, he must know everything. <laughs> and not only that, but he played it in such a way that his quarterback could not make adjustments at the line. So there was no, no chance whatsoever right. that there, were, there was going to be much of a successful offense from the Rams. We figured that one out after like the first quarter. It was yeah. You and I were sitting there as uh, innocent bystanders that were just like, "Oh boy, we might be in for a long one tonight." (laughs) So to me, uh, I'm just pissed because and and credit to New England. I'm not a Patriots fan by any. (laughs) Neither am I. But but goddamn it, if there's only one coach in the NFL, there is only one coach in the NFL, and it's and it's because he can do a little bit of everything. He doesn't do any one thing and say this is my system, this is it. Well, he he said it. He said I st- I have no problem stealing things that I see a week before and right. putting me into our playbook. And so, and the thing is when you have that no ability, when you're a, a, a jack of all trades and a master of none, you can you can come at teams differently every week and they can't really prepare for you except yeah. if they actually think things through and say, "Hey, if I was him, how would I attack us?" 
Nobody seems to do that. They always yeah, seem, so, oh, there's a system, and this is how it's done, and I'm going to guard against this and that. Systems kill uh, people. Systems are bullshit. Systems kill players. Some players, they not do. all, but some, some players right. definitely go to go to you know the Never Neverland because of a system and, that just did them in. And that's bullshit because if you if you're a head coach, you you change what you do based on your talent. So there Should, was, yeah. I, I remember there was a great story about uh, Warren Sapp, and <laughs> when he went from Tampa Bay to the Raiders. And he was yapping. I'm sure they, I guess they played against probably the Packers because he and Brett Favre were, oh, were yeah. great friends on the field. Right, right. And f- there was a story about him saying Favre told him during a game once when he was on the Raiders, he's like, you got to get back into, into that Tampa, like a, a system like they had you playing in Tampa Bay. Because it wasn't that he was any worse. It was that they weren't using him. They weren't using him properly. To what makes him successful. And fucking helmet of a coach does that. Yep. Like, oh, I'm going to take a fucking Hall of Fame player and I'm going to make him do something he's not great at doing. No, 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 no. You say, I have this fucking Hall of Fame player, and I'm going to amplify his abilities to the best that I can. That's what your job as a coach is. It's not to make him do what you want him to do. It's you make the Mm -hmm. team work. And if if he's not successful, then you're doing something wrong. Right. All right. That gets into other shit. Well, and we were talking about, like, you know, that's the beautiful thing about rugby is you don't have a, a lot of room for trying to control what goes on on the field you have to trust in your players and in your captain at the very at the very least that what you want on the field is implemented from training because you have got like half time adjustments for 10 12 minutes the half times in rugby right. are actually fairly short yes um that's it you know and if you don't have a clue what you're doing then you then it's going to come out because it happens in training you know, it, it comes out, You if you train all week for the wrong thing or in the wrong ways, it rears its ugly head, mm-hmm. you know? So when you have no idea, it really turns into a, ugh, a game. But if you've done your job as a coach, you've prepared your players for whatever's going to be in front of them. Now, that, right. I mean, to me, that's the job of a coach, of anything, is to, is if the players are prepared, even if it's not what you've practiced this week and said, this is what our focus is going to be, all of a sudden, at halftime, you can come off and say, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I fucked up. We're not going to do that again. We want to go back to this. Yep. And they should be able to do that. If, you can't, if your players can't do that, you haven't done your job as a coach. And I know I feel that. I feel that way about our, the last match we played, um, right. which sucked. Because there were, there were parts of, of what happened, and I'm not going to get into details, but I was like, oh, shit, I could have helped with this. I could have done that. You know, there's, yeah. there's little things I could have done to, to help change the outcome of the you game. You always kick yourself about, about a match that goes awry anyway. Exactly. But, you know? but I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But it, it, that is how I grow as a coach yep. is by saying, oh, I didn't do that. I had that blind spot. I'll fix that. It happens, yeah. Yeah, but that's, how, that's how you learn. And, but and, that's and, how you get better, yeah. To come away from it thinking, well, I did everything right. Is this thing? No, 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 no. Get, the get, worst. get off your fucking high horse. Yeah. You didn't do your job. And you didn't prepare your players. They don't know how to play <laughs> yeah. this for this specific thing. And that's it is what it is. Yep. Which to me now relates to someone who considers himself an expert because there are a lot of coaches that think they're expert. There are a lot of former players that think in all aspects right. that think they're experts and does being a former player in any sport make you an expert on that sport? It makes you an expert on how to play during the time that you played. If, if anything else, what the game Maybe. was like, yep. the way when, when you played it. Unless if you stop that, stop your growth there and say, 
this is this is all it needs to be. Right. Then what the fuck are you doing? You're no longer an expert. Yeah, right? you the, aren't. The, the game has passed you by. That's when the game passes you by is when you say, I'm going to be stagnant in what I do. Right. In what I believe. And uh, that kind of gets into to one of the matches we'll talk about. Yeah. And, and I want to kind of get into that. Yeah, well, well, yeah, let's get into this stupid helmet. It was just, it was just today that this was. whole thing kind of came to surface, so... Uh, good lord! Our our the 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 fantasy rugby Yanks favorite announcer. We have our favorite commentators. Everything. My god, favorite commentator Austin Healy goes goes off on on multiple people on Twitter today because yeah, he's a jackass. It was Sam, Sam Peters was one. The science the the sports scientist was another, mm-hmm. and then the guy that ran the podcast was the one that started the whole thing. Yeah. And he just like just this is about um. Tua Laggy's clear out yeah. on Sexton. Stockdale. Stockdale. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, it wasn't much, but it, was, it probably should have been a pen. It absolutely should have been a penalty. Yeah. It's no, no arms. and Just shoulder on. Yeah. Like, first off. Not smart. That would have been a penalty 15 years ago. It, it yeah. could have been a No yellow. arms, so right. yeah. It could have been a yellow today. I mean, it definitely should have <laughs> With been. With Garces, it might have been. <laughs> I mean, you know, exactly, because we, we, we all saw he was happy to go to the yellow for, for a, a yeah, slightly we'll minor infraction. We'll get into the game, a relatively yeah. minor infraction, right, I right. should say. But, yeah, to go off and say, oh, I'm an expert. I played for X many years, and I've commentated on this many things. No, dude, you're just some guy who's talking about it. If you don't know the rules that, and the way the game is played mm-hmm. today, and there's a reason, because it's not safe. Yeah, you no, can, they, you can knock the shit out of somebody and wrap your arms, and it's fine. But you make the same play, and you don't wrap your arms. You just throw a shoulder, throw a shoulder at him. There. Well, where are you hitting? Where's your target? What are, yeah, they you know, start looking at that stuff right. when are that he, happens. Was he hitting high? Was, you know, he kind of ducked his head into it, too. Yeah. Like, was it, what, what, did he? Uh, you know, and it'll, that would have been a flag in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, is he, hitting, is he hitting low will be one that they start to look at, too, because knees obviously are a problem for many, many reasons. So yeah. Well, but there's, there's a nice... Squishy middle. Yeah, I know. Especially <laughs> now, maybe on, on some, some of these guys. Yeah. Not, not on all of them, but some of these Probably guys definitely still have it. Might not be too squishy, nah, but it's certainly a lot like squishier than ripped. his shoulders or his, yeah. his legs. So that's the best place to, to hit, wrap, do what you got to do. Don't yeah. go high. Wrap no. your arm. I just, I, I, he portrays such an arrogance that he is such a know-it-all. And I know he's trying to get everybody else to feed into him because he feeds off that. Right. You can't help but when the guy's just an absolute jackass. Yeah. You know, you just can't help yourself sometimes. So I don't blame guys like Peters and this. I don't remember the other two people's names, but I don't blame any of them right. for going in on him because they, no. he needs he needs a good check. And I hope that maybe one day, like his employer BT, actually give him a check and be like, "Dude, you have to stop." Right. Because yes, we like the fact that you're getting people and talking rugby, but. If it's going to be a detriment to our network, then we're going to have to get rid of you. I'm not sure if this would cause like the the world to celebrate, or if it would cause the destruction of the planet. But I think we need to get Austin Healy and Skip Bayless into a room together. Oh my god, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Oh my god, I never even thought of that. Yes, put those the, two idiots in a room and let them talk about things that neither one of them know a thing about, and it'll be entertaining. As you hell. know what? Tell them they're going they're recording a podcast. Or something. Put it on pay per view, and then you never, you never release it. You just, <laughs> just let them talk and talk and talk in a room, and they will, they'll, they'll, they'll have fun with their yeah. hot takes and and their stupidity. Oh God! And they'll amuse themselves. Oh and, my God! Yeah, and no that'll kidding. be that. We never have to deal with them again. I would 
be so ha- and you know what they'd probably say something really dumb that they wouldn't want to get out there either and that would just be the end of them and i'd be probably pretty happy about it honestly yeah. especially with the two of them oh my god that was yeah no i i uh I'm I don't I don't want to boycott every match that Austin Healy calls but man I am just like so annoyed. I'm so sick of him. Go have go, dude, go put another poop in your shoe and <laughs> deal with it, all right? Well, let's 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 switch gears a little bit to something positive. Yeah. Cuz we've we've done enough negative yeah. for for now. Trying not to kill it off, let's, right? Right. Um any any positive news from today? Uh we did get some positive news. <laughs> well, what would that we, be? We got some good we got some positive news that started to trickle down yesterday and I almost pooped myself a little bit speaking of poo. I almost I mean, That's I, something new. Yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> unexpectedly oh, at least. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> if I know it's coming it's one thing. If I if it, if it surprises me that's not fun. I only like to poop myself when I know I'm pooping yeah, myself. Cuz I I know I need to go change and yeah. I'm ready for it. Right. But not like uh-oh, I'm in the car. This is not good. <laughs> um, so yesterday we got the news that Elliot, the worst kept secret in in England at least, Elliot Daly was leaving uh, his club Wasps, and then who would t- leave Wasps <laughs> besides everybody? <laughs> besides a lot of people lately. Um, and then of course uh, today the news broke that he has decided he's putting on a black black uniform <laughs> at Elliot's <laughs> Park. Welcome to the Saracens, Elliot. We will we are happy to have you. And you know if it means somebody has to leave, we'll see. The, be sad to see them go, yeah. Um, because we love all our players, but um, I'm excited to see him in there and see what he does with the likes of Tompkins and Lazowski. And even if Barrett plays for another year, you know, it'll yeah. be it'll give us a pr- and then a you know we bridge. can obviously bump him backwards if too. We, can if we get have Barrett to... to to be tutoring Tompkins what, on yeah, here's Tompkins how, would know, be great. And, and hopefully they're working together already. But I'm man, sure. Farrell to Tompkins to Daly, yeah. and then with the that whoever they have it, you know, whoever they want to put for yeah. their roster at wing and fullback. Yeah, good well, elite fullback, but damn. Yeah, we got he's got, so we got options. We got options. I got to imagine Dave Strudel's probably not going to be long yeah, for the for you know playing either. I love Strats, but you know, I, you just got to know when you're now. you're probably done. Yeah, and that's okay. You that's know, fine. he can walk away having a feeling like he had a good, really good career. He's got a couple of trophies to his name. He's, Absolutely, he's okay. He'll be all right. Um, and then we also had, so the, the one you sent me right after Daly announced he was leaving Was was the, the bears Yeah, was Bristol. Oh, they're announcing something in 20 minutes. I'm thinking, oh no, that, right. not, that better not be him. <laughs> that better not be Elliot Daly. <laughs> no. Nah, and then I, the best thing you can do on those is click on it. And cause there's usually people that are in the know right. a little bit better than us. And lo and behold, it's, it's Dave Atwood, which is a great signing for them. Cause he's a solid player, you know? Sure. Probably probably could still play for England if you wanted to, um, so that that'll be good for Bristol. Assuming that they don't drop at least this point, we we've had a pretty good discussion about that. But yeah. They probably won't. And then um, the Irish are, are are ready to move up. Though. Yeah, well, we have they signed uh, Nick Phipps and Rota, so that was that'll be a so big one for them. They're they're making plans. Well, they they better not screw that up though because they right. drop with that crew. They're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I know that they're going to be financial trouble. That's for sure. Um and then Brody Retallick, yeah, coming to coming to England playing for Possibly Sale. Sale, wow, wow, Sale making moves. They are making some serious moves. Obviously, not being screwed around too bad. Their coach doesn't have a freaking clue what he's doing. Well, but yeah, they they need to fix that. <laughs> they need to fix that. Like, yeah, but ASAP. I mean, you have got. I mean, you have Brody Retallick, who was who's a former World Player of the Year, right? And then you have a guy like Chris Ashton, and you know some pretty handy backs back there. Um, it's and AJ, gonna, yeah, a, of course AJ. Don't, don't sell AJ, AJ short. Of course not, AJ. AJ had a great weekend. Um, but yeah, so that'll be 
Sale might not be somebody to mess with. Maybe no. top six, maybe top four next year. We'll see. Gloucester's going to have to pick it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're going to have to really start moving some trees here. Twelve of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I told you that he is, his dad married his mom and took his mom's name because his dad's like a tree scientist or a wood scientist yeah. or something like that. Or a tree surgeon, so he, his, that's why he t- and that that's was his great. mom's last name. I was like, that actually makes that's, a lot of sense. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and like he had his own business or something like that. Okay. I was like, well, I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> Good for marketing. Yeah, right. Um, so I want to give a tip of the cap. Um, we didn't talk about it last week because we were talking to a lot of Six Nations. Um, to a player that has hung him up recently. Uh. Ratu, Namani, Driu, Nasiang Vivi. I totally butchered that. Sorry, buddy. Um, better known as Namani Nandolo. Big, giant Fijian winger. Measures about 6'5. Played for, played for Fiji in two World Cups. Um, played for a lot of clubs, including uh, Crusaders. And I'm trying to think of the other ones that he played. Uh, Montpellier. Uh, played for Exeter Chiefs back in the day for a while. He has quite. He has a decent record with um, thirty matches played for Fiji, nineteen tries. Nice. So you know, not quite a, mat, a try a match, but for on on a team like Fiji, that's a good strike rate. It is. Um, had a. I, I just remember him. You know, he was a amazing player to, to watch. The dude was. I mean. The Fijians, as they do, they offload left and right, and they and it's like nothing to them. It's a nothing, not a new thing. So yeah. to watch a man that large play wing and do the things he did was so entertaining. So um, I just want to tip my give a tip of the cap to Nemanja Nandolo. Uh, happy retirement, big guy. He retired for injury reasons, so he's probably not oh, going to be able to join join up with Fiji for the World Cup. Uh, happy retirement, dude. Uh, you've you've earned your rest. You did. Wish you the it's, best. it's a great job. All right. Um, Let's get to uh, let's get to Friday night. Woo! <laughs> Allez les bleus. Allez. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Maybe too fast. Yeah. Oh man. Well, first half was great. Yes, it was. Uh, Wales twenty four and France nineteen. Um, I bet you France is gonna rue this one for a long time because yeah. they should have they should have finished these guys off. Oh. And they just couldn't. How do you they not? Just couldn't. I, I don't. Mean, they I don't had, know. Had, they had basically the the momentum. Yeah. And they had control of the game and they just couldn't put it away. They 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 well, they gave away the one tr- well two tries. Two tries, really. Uh, really. The, I mean North, North can I mean, thank the, the whole thank the whole French team basically. Wait, everything <laughs> comes down to their ability to or- it, it goes back to what I was saying. Organize organize yeah. as a team. Yeah, get yeah. them all on one page and just working together. They couldn't even figure out who their captain was. <laughs> no, they couldn't. Vamaina was apparently captain and didn't know he was captain until Wayne Barnes told, asked for a decision. Yeah. And he said, oh, ask, ask the, captain. the captain. Wayne Barnes says, oh, you're the captain. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so the fact, how, how do you, I know when I coach, I have, there are four guys on the field that know if one goes down, you're the next in pecking order. Right. You should have at least that many. And there's no way that they had that many guys that got pulled or went down. So. Oh, good lord! And aren't the coach? Well, I don't know about the. We know about the, um, uh, their their club sides, but does, and I, I wasn't watching that closely. Just is is the um, 
French national teams, their head coach on the sideline too, or does he, um, does he stay in the box? I think he's in the box. I didn't see him okay. on the sideline. So I was just thinking because we, you had mentioned that, that how many French coaches there were on the sideline. How, if, if you have people down on the sideline, I'm sure, and you definitely have the water, water boys and the, the, the runners who, who set up the message. The medics, yep. All that, even all that, yeah. How do they, how does the word never get out there? Yeah, what? that's bad. That's really bad. Um, <laughs> Jacques Brunel, try again, dude. Try again. Although that's still the second worst communication error that and decision making that showed. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the other one also Bahine involved is, Bahine. Bahine. Poor guy. Oh, oh man. I, I saw that. Th- I showed you that. Bray, don't, don't, don't pass along. Don't, throw, don't pass along. Don't, don't pass along. Don't pass along. Don't pass along. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was, it was the only, because North, they were overloaded on that side. They, all they had to do was move it through their hands. And that was, hands. They, were, they were done. Yeah. And North just said, you know what? I have two options here. I can either try and cut this thing off or we're going to get burned. So he just tried to cut it off and it and fell right into his hands. So thank you. Bye-bye. So, no, I mean, North was gifted two tries. Good for him. Yeah. He, he, but you know what? He has to finish them, and he has right. to have, especially the first one, that he has to put the effort in to chase down Huge. Yes. Otherwise, he doesn't and get put it. pressure on him. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, Huge, I mean, absolutely. who's going to expect Huge to, to shit the bed like that? Man, talk about dildo hands. Yeah. Woo. From a wing, too. Like, first off, did, and, and well, there's, there, were, there were two that happened like this this weekend. Yep. He slid, right? Yeah, he, he slid and it popped off his hand because he didn't yeah, really. Just like, no. Yeah, he he didn't. Oh no! He didn't kind of curl his body around it. He just kind of slid into it and yeah. and used his arms to try to stop the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't as bad as as the other one that we'll get to later, right? Um, but still, how the fuck does like if you do certain things right? How does that? How do you lose that ball? Like, what was he? Yeah, no, just uh, he he knew he went, went and goofed when uh, he turned around and the ball was basically gonna fall I'm just into glad that North's that, hand. I just. I, and I don't know if that actually hurt him fantasy wise. Now I'm speaking as as one of the people I started him. So. Did you start Huge? Yeah. Ooh, yikes. He did well. well he me. actually did okay though. So yeah. it's not that bad. He we'll did just fine that. for me. Um, Liam Williams had a nice game. He was uh, I saw something like, <laughs> um, reliable, and it was somebody put up the def like, oh, what's the definition of reliable? Liam Williams under the high ball. Yeah. Uh, so he did really well he back did. there. Makes me glad he's playing in a black shirt. Right. Um. Yeah, that guy had a freaking nice game. He probably should have had a try. He completely botched it. But, man, other than that, he did a really good job. Uh, and then, uh, do, do France need Bastereau? What do you made a difference? That's actually, that was going to be my question. Is it, and I don't know if he would have made yeah. a difference. Because that wasn't, there was no one point. I mean, if Bastereau's in that game, does Bahamina throw that pass? I don't know. Yes, he does. I mean, he probably still does. He still does. Yeah, I don't think it stops him from throwing right. that pass. Let's put does, it that way. If Bastos in the game, does UJ drop that ball? Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it matters. Right. I don't think that matters. So really, exactly. Get, so the the things that killed France, I don't know yeah. that Bastos would have made a difference. But it seemed like their intensity came down after half. Like they did not come out of the out of the locker room hot by any means, and Wales came out on fire. Just so, but was is that a a, a, a relative thing did france come out with the same intensity they came out the first half and wales just overpowered the wales came out with, with extra fire. hot yeah i don't know I, uh, I i don't i don't know i mean wales were a little flat but mm-hmm. i mean we talked about guys that you'll run your head through a wall for alan yeah. win jones is definitely one of those guys that you will do that for Hell, and he, 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 he was uh whew. 
he was looking pretty good, and he's yeah, uh, he got he got Barnsley to call him all. Yeah, that's true. He did. That's right. <laughs> he's yelling at like that. The mall, mall, sir, mall. Someone held up, and and he's, there's Ellen Wing going mall. Yeah, <laughs> and Barnsley's like, like, okay, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, well, I, I guess mean, you're right. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> he's like, well, I wasn't sure I was going to call it a mall. I'm definitely doing it now. Yeah, right. And it's like, okay, I guess Ellen Wing says it's a mall, so I'm going to call it a mall. <laughs> yeah, you, you, he'll make you cower in certain ways. Uh, kicked out. The T was not a working for anybody except hey. one guy. Dan Bigger. He hit the most difficult kick on the... It was the most difficult kick that was hit on the day that he hit. That was pretty much the clincher. Um, so, actually, there's a good question. Did Bigger coming on change the game? So, how... I don't know. I, he, you know what? It's probably... It, it was the right move for him, for Wales because he... Has a his style. He can manage the game a little better. Anscombe is in there, and it's to go downhill. Right. It's to go downhill and put points on the board. But I, I, I don't. I think um, give this will be a shock to everybody. I'm going to give Warren Gatlin credit um, for making that change because the 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 weather mm-hmm. and the way the game was going didn't call for Anscombe. It called for a guy like Dan, Dan Bigger, who has the ability to make the tactical kicks and make the adjustments and just let his team play and direct the traffic as a, you know, he's not looking to necessarily make anything. He can, but it doesn't happen often. Right. Well, plus in, against a team like France that we know has organizational issues, <sighs> yeah. you want to get that ball, put that ball up, put it in space, make them, because, you know, you, 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 you kick it deep, you kick it high. Now the team has to play together. You have the one guy who might field that kick, but now you have to have the support, you have to mm-hmm. have the, the, the organization around that because that's really where, where you stress the, the team's organization is with that right. kick and that's you know so it's not just the weather yeah. it's the opponent that that bigger made right. the, you know so so to me if we're talking about what made a bigger impact in mm-hmm. the game i would say bigger coming on would have been it was bigger than bastero's <laughs> impact would have been the other way pun, pun intended yeah, <laughs> <laughs> big R was yeah. big. Was yeah, the huge. dude, the dude was played a great game. Um, it, it shows that Wales does have a little depth when they can call on him and Anscom to be guys to real. And you know, Reese Priestland's still sitting in an armchair somewhere at home too. He could probably get it done if things went really, really bad. Yeah. So, um, shows that they have a little bit of depth in certain positions, which is good. In certain positions, yeah. Uh, bad news for. The French, though, I mean, more bad news. Uh, Marchand knee out for the season. Uh. But here, so here's another microcosm of France. So they call in Camille Chat, who is the Rossing hooker. He's on holiday. He won't be there till Thursday. He won't be able to join up with the team until Thursday. Where so, the fuck is he? I don't know, but uh, he can't join up with the team until well, then. That's he so said. very French. Yeah, it's so very French. As as I say, how French? Yeah. Our our friend at the the other pod, um, he was just to get dig into him a little bit. He was mad about daily. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think it's not just about daily. I think it's just the mass exodus of at, talent at Was, and it's and just he, one more thing. He's just it, continuing to profess it, his love for Was too, which isn't helping his cause. No, <laughs> See, I get it. You love your old squad. But there's something wrong there. Yes. Because everybody's leaving. Something's in the water. Something, something's bad. Maybe. maybe <coughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, well, see, and the thing is, as, as respect as he is, maybe he's got given an inkling that he might be on his way out 
for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, if you can't retain, if you can't retain your long-term players. Well, you're talking about Elliot Daly, who was an academy player. Yeah. And the rumor is that the, the the next rumor on the way out is another big one, Joe Launchbury. Oh, that would be devastating. Yeah. I mean, you talk about so you talk about Hughes, Larue, whatever. I yeah, mean, no, he's 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 gone. He's a you know, he was he was here for he was only here for three years. He's not like a product or anything right. like that. But you talk about Hughes, who joined when he was young. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about Daly, who was an academy product. Launchbury, who's been a staple in this team. If all these guys are leaving. There is something and wrong. Christian Wade and yeah, I mean that's a different that's well, a different Patrick. circumstance and I, I I don't count that. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm with you there. <laughs> There's something going on in the water over there at Wasps. So that's, that's problematic. Um, and they, they that's something they gotta to sort out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's go through some fancy numbers real quick. Uh, I didn't do the the team of the week. So Six Nations on Rugby Mag does have a team of the week. Yeah. I'll run through it real quick. Um, our boy Mako Vanapolo from the England prop with 46, Stuart McAnally with 29, the Scottish hooker, uh, Simone Ferrari, the Italian prop with 22, James Ryan, uh, the Irish second row with 28, Grant Kilchrist from Scotland with 29 in second row, Mark Wilson Mark with 34, Wilson, he had a lot of freaking tackles, that helps. Great job. Uh, Arthur Etoria from France with 35, the, uh, the number seven, Louis Picamo with Picamo. 45, big day for him, um, the eight man from France, from France. Connor Murray, despite the loss, nice day for him. 37, the scrum half from Ireland. Finn Russell at 10 for Scotland. Blair Kinghorn with 70. If you captain him, good for you for yeah. rolling that dice because, woo-wee, it paid off. Um, I bet you there's a, t- a team that has him as I think captain. it's time to start wingers against Italy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, I'm not sure they get King, Kinghorn's one that you want to ride. Let's put it that way. You, you might I'll take well, it for the day. But, but let's not expect a, a repeat performance. No, probably not. I probably won't play him again. Um, especially against the Irish. <laughs> no. Um, Sam Johnson, the, the, the center for Scotland as well, uh, 24. Henry Slade, another big day for, for an English player. Uh, 37, the center from England. Johnny May, Johnny also May. a big day for England. 44, winger from England. And Stewie Hogg for 44, the fullback from Scotland. Huggy, so, huggy, huggy. So there you go. Um, points in this game were um, actually not, not... So this is a game that um, there were... You, you, we can see it. There's notable players, but there's a couple guys that came off the bench. Uh, Lambie and Saron. Saron with 22, especially. Um, I did note that he was kind of a little more active than Para. I like Para. There's nothing wrong with Para, but... I, he he was a little more active than him, and um, it certainly helped. Also, nobody could hit the damn target, so yeah. that that didn't help Parr's cut case at all. No. Um, Louis, like we talked about, Louis Picamo with forty-five, Vittoria with thirty-five, Bamahina, despite the terrible, terrible decision to make that pass, twenty-seven, yeah. DJ with twenty-four, um, Girado yeah, that's before. That's, that's the problem. Is is like. Bahamina and, and UJ actually had decent games aside from their gigantic Complete screw-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute bombs. Um, Gerardo, the French captain with 22, or maybe... One of their French captains. <laughs> yeah, who, God, God knows. <laughs> anyway, they're starting hooker, 22. Uh, Wesley Fofana with 22, and um, Lambie and Saron with 22 each off the bench. Um, I Lambie probably won't make a case to start, but Saron might. We'll see. Le Crunch mm. this week, so we'll see what happens. Uh, for the Welshmen, there weren't as many names to note, but there was some, still some big scores. Uh, George North with 35, Liam Williams with 27, Josh Navidi with 27, mm. uh, 26, rather. Justin Tiprick with 25. Tiprick had a solid game. Not a, not an otherworldly game, but certainly a solid day, game for them. Uh, Alan Jones with 24, and Tommaso Allen with... Tw- uh, uh, Tommaso Allen. 
uh, Thomas Williams, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Thomas Williams. 22. Um, and I, I got to say that... that uh... It was a bit of a surprise to see him in there as on the nine shirt mm. and not Garrett Davies, but the, it's the partnership with Anscombe that probably got him in that shirt because yeah. um, Davies plays with Scarlet, not, right. not the Blues. And uh, Navidi and, and Tipperick, uh definitely, I, I would say... You know, I, we we had talked about uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Young, yeah, I'm and, and whether or not get in this game, yeah, and um, but they definitely showed. You know, I, to me, I, I love to see him play. Yeah. But those guys were were fucking workhorses, awesome. and so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll. <laughs> you understand? I know. I I, I'm not sure that um, Watkin belongs on the bench, but uh, I think Tommy Young can certainly do a little bit more. So here's the problem: if Watkin can do everything or a lot of things. Tommy Young's probably only a seven. So yeah. if you have your choice seven, then you might be so he might be SOL for a little he while. Might, maybe he gets maybe he gets the game against Italy, which is this week. So we'll see. Yeah, um, that'd be nice. I think I nice. think that'd be, I think that'd be good for him. Give him a shot. Get him. It's like we, we said last week. It's a training run. Get him ta- get him cap tied at least. Yeah, jeez him. Get him get him tied to the team. Yeah, and and also get him in the system. Like yeah. you know, this was his first time with them. Yep. So. Yeah, I can understand that you might not want to, to play him against France, but mm. when when you go up against the the Italy's, especially on a Friday night at Stade de France, see what he can do. Oh, yeah, yeah well, in, in Rome, in Rome is a is a challenge, but it's not an otherworldly challenge like it's, like Stade de France. Right, it, it's the the easiest road match you're going to play in the six. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. That, we'll see what they bring. We'll see what the yeah. Italians bring. They they kind of we'll get into them right now. Scotland and, and Italy. They they didn't show a lot of bite to start, no. But they finished a little stronger than they started for sure. They showed that they don't they don't want to quit, which is yeah. something I could I would say is probably stereotypical of Connor O'Shea. Um, he he was certainly a guy to never quit when he was when he was coaching any other team or playing even. So right, I mean they 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 scored two in the last uh, what five well six minutes, and there was a sin bin in there as well. Yeah, for um for right. Scotland, so. Let's not. Let's. I would say pump the brakes on them showing fight at the end more than Scotland basically just saying, "Yeah, okay, well, mm. you know, we have men in the bin. This game, the game's no longer in doubt." Yeah, like Try, they, I'm trying they to be nice over here. Sorry, I'm trying to be nice over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give the opposite side. Uh, <laughs> Guess that, so. <laughs> that, that Scotland just kind of said, "Yeah, well, we're good. We, yeah. we got this one. Let's not. Let's not um, do something stupid and get hurt. No. <laughs> let's <laughs> let, let's play a little bit safer and right. and move on." We got this in the bag. So, we have to talk about him. Man of the match. Kinghorn. He was king, all right. Uh, My God. Hat trick. I mean, a couple... One of his runs was definitely his doing. He was the beneficiary of uh, an overlap that he that he finished. And then, Finn Russell. We talked about Stuart okay. Hogg being, being a magician. Yeah. The kick that he put in. Horn didn't have, Kinghorn didn't have to to break stride. He just walked into the yeah. walked into the ball and said, "Oh wow, look at this pretty thing I got here." And I'll dot this down. Done. <laughs> it's like you. There are people that can't throw that. No, there are people that can't throw that. Jared Goff for no. one. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Super Bowl joke in there. <laughs> oh boy, that was bad. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm. I'm still not over it. Damn it! I see that. I mean, I listen. I was sitting right there with you. Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, shit. Now I can't remember where the hell it was. The, the, the kick out to King. Yeah, it was. Thing. It was a great. It was a fantastic kick. I mean, and Hog obviously had his had his moments. He had the nice little two finger dot down that he had mm-hmm. on the. Uh, was it Kinghorn that kicked him through there? Uh, not Kinghorn. Was it uh, Russell that kicked that through I think too? So. I think. Yeah, either either that or one of the centers did maybe. But yeah. Um, and he should have had another. It was called uh, called back. It was called uh, for for shepherding. Oh but, yeah, but he yeah, had yeah. The, he had the gap, and and the um, the Italian player went out of his way to to push the. I don't. I couldn't tell who it was. Sc- Scottish, Scottish player. player. Yeah, that was in front of him. And and either way, he, that 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 tackle was not on Hog. Was not being made. Hog was <laughs> Probably not. But, but <laughs> I mean, again, that that's just that would have been insult on yeah, injury for. It would have been Luke Pierce. Probably felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Uh, you know, I and I. I've had my shots at Luke Pierce as an international referee. I thought he did a pretty good job with this one. Um, Better the, than Garces. Yeah. Well, uh, the the Scotland yellow card was probably, it was a pretty dumb one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who it was. It was the backup prop. Um, it was, 18? Oh, I had it. Hold on. I think you were 18. It was uh, Bergen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it Guy on his knees, not really part of the ruck. Was he technically part of the ruck? Not facing him. And hit him like right in the back. I was like, dude, like th- you weren't going to affect the ball. You weren't going to affect the ruck. He wasn't affecting the ruck. Mm-hmm. And I know you're trying to get get this ball blocked and you're trying to prove yourself. But man, that was bad. That yeah. looked, that I was like, dude, that can hurt somebody really, really bad. So uh, it was the right decision. A yellow card. I think that would have been a yellow card in any match. So that was uh, that was pretty ugly. I hope that guy remembers to not do that again. Yeah. That was uh, the best. Laidlaw. What do you do? He's a prop though. Yeah, silly, silly front rows. <laughs> um, Laidlaw versus Price, and obviously Laidlaw played the majority of this one, and he's the he laid down the law. Yeah, he's the um, he's the incumbent, but I I'd, I'd be interested to see he w- and Price won't start this week, and I can guarantee you Laidlaw does, especially at home. Um, but if things kind of go awry with a wounded animal walking through the doors, um, if maybe Price, you know. If he if he gets a shot, I think you give. Well, this week, and to me, it's really this week alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you give Laidlaw every chance you can to to get it right if things aren't going right. Yeah, and then you know, I, I so I'm not saying you know certainly not a quick hook, and I wouldn't even give him a medium hook. Um, I'd give him. You know, if by like the fiftieth minute things mm-hmm. aren't going right, that's when you start considering okay. it, and then maybe, you know, you give him like the next ten minutes to see if he can get it right. Maybe yep. five, depending on how bad it's going. Yeah. Um, but if he's doing, if it's if it's going well, then you, you leave well enough alone. Okay. Yeah, because I, I think he just played. He, I thought he played a great game. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's again it, it, consider the opposition. It's the, it, there's yeah, and there's different there's different styles to the two of them, which is probably to Gregor Townsend's benefit. Ali Price can bring the energy mm-hmm. if he needs to, and he's got you know he'll make those darts and make those those little pick and goes or show and goes that you don't you don't think about with a great Greg Laidlaw because he right. just doesn't do them right. But is that going to work against Ireland, who just like to snot people? Probably not. So, so that, like, and that's oh, like I said. That's oh, you're going to show and go? No, you're just going to show and Smash. then I'm put you on your back. So yep. I'm not certain that that's a great style. Like just against the opponent. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not against that sport. 
Poirot, that's for sure. Um, Geraldini and Parise, two brilliant players that play fantastic rugby for their clubs. Mm. It's just really, really unfortunate to see them play, have to go through these guys. Right, because you know? it's like the two of them and then... Everybody else. <laughs> yeah, like, and they're obviously... Pre- we were talking about Parise last week, like, He's been immense for so many years, and you just you, you don't understand how he's still doing it, and <laughs> how he like isn't older than he is. Right? You know, like, you know we thought he was at least pushing forty in these mid thirties. It's like, damn, how is he still doing this? I mean, getting picked for your first World Cup when you're like seventeen ish is probably gonna help you out with that one. <laughs> yeah. And they, you know, we noted last week how many puppies they have. They do. So it's blooding them. Right. At this point, yeah. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a process. And, it will and, be, and they're they have the roles of they have to carry the team, but also guide the team. Yeah, it's a lot. It's and, a lot and to teach go them on. and and help them grow because it's like right. one of these. Look, it's not gonna happen in my lifetime, or at least career lifetime. Yeah, but but preparing the, the next generation to maybe to you be guys better can than get to a, get to a knockout run in a World Cup yeah. or and. <laughs> You know they've they've had what thirteen of the last wo- like fifteen wooden spoons or something like right. that. So eesh, mm. not great. So they're gonna get it again. Yep. But that but if again if things work out right mm-hmm. with the puppies, if they grow into dogs, then they're they're looking at at, at moving up in the world. Yeah, it'd so be nice for them. Hopefully that works out for them. And 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 I really I do I do feel for for, for the two of those yeah in in particular. Yep, absolutely. Um, let's go through this. He played a hell of a match. Yeah, of course he did. He de- he never doesn't. <laughs> right. You know, that's the thing. Um, let's go through the scores real quick for our sure from our friends at Rugby Mag. Like we said, Kinghorn with a big seventy. Thank you, Blair Kinghorn. He was in my lineup. Um, as was Stuart Hogg. Mm. Um, Josh Strauss with thirty off the bench. Sam Skinner came off with a really unfortunate looking ankle yeah. injury. He didn't look happy. Yet. I don't think he'll be out for too long, but he's definitely going to miss this coming weekend. Uh, I would I would wager as much. Uh, WP now is probably out for the tournament because of a calf. Um, they've already called some. They've already called guys up in their place. I just don't remember who. Yeah, is that um, Achilles? Did he? Or yeah, that... calf Achilles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lower lower leg yeah. muscle, uh, soft tissue injury. Is that a, that okay, way. I wasn't sure if that was like a long term injury. It it might be. Okay. For I for thought WP, I saw something about for that. WP now. Yeah, it might be. Um, I don't I don't think uh, Skinner's is. Uh, no. So Strauss with 30, Stuart McAnally with 29. Uh, I played him at the wing, at the flanker position like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, Gilchrist with 29, Laidlaw with 29, um, Ben Russell with 26, uh, Jimmy Ritchie with 25, Ryan Wilson with 24, Sam Johnson with 24. Uh, my threshold in this was above 20, so not 20, but above 20. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went with. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, if you started any of the back three, for for this team, you probably got paid off between, especially between Kinghorn and and Hog, and not so much if you started Hugh Jones. Yeah, what'd you have like four from him? Big quattro. yo, I mean yo, single digits is never I'm, a fun thing to I'm, get in this one. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> done with with Hugh Jones after my, his his turn yeah. in my Champions Cup, and now this. I think uh, as I, I'm, I, I don't say that as a player. I mean that as a fantasy player. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like I, no, I have still no a need for, for Hugh Jones on my fantasy team going forward. Yeah, he's still he's Watch still him go a off decent for like player this week. Yeah, you might be. You <laughs> might be the one guy that does well against Ireland. We'll see. Um, Esposito uh, for Italy. Esposito uh, with thirty six. Palazzani with thirty. 
Uh, Hayward with 28, Nagri with 26, CC with 24, Stain with 23, Prize with 23, Ferrari with 22, he was in the team of the week, and Padovani with 22 off the bench. Uh, they had a small issue. Um, Tabaldi, their scrum half, dropped out right, like, right before kickoff with a back issue. He's actually going to miss this week as well. And they didn't really have a backup nine prepared, so they went into this game with uh, one scrum half so poor poor guy had to play the whole game and i'm sure he would have loved to get out of there once scotland started running away with it yeah you know that's one of those games you're like all right get me get, get me off please is there a hole on the field somewhere that i can just dive into? <laughs> we've all been there something to that effect <laughs> so yeah um so scotland 33 england 20 scotland are technically top of six nations but it's one game in so everybody that's in the in the great north of the UK, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I I don't think they're going to get over their skis on this one. <laughs> they, uh, you know, I I would imagine, and knowing several Scottish people myself, <laughs> I can't imagine that they're overly confident. Not that they're, I'm, and I mean that by overly confident. They're overly not going to be confident. like, oh, we're going to kick. We're going to take no, it. No, no, no. Let's pump the brakes. I'm on sure. Ourselves. I'm sure they're not going to control a, themselves a little a bit. and be like, oh, we won in France, so now we're going to yeah, we're going to win the the Six Chill Nations. Out. Chill let's out. Calm let's down. calm that down. Calm down. But yeah, Scotland. If anything, they'll be like, yeah, that'll be the only game we win this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. They, that, they, I mean, anything at home yeah. is probably uh, up in the air. Anything on the road is their problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so like they have to play England at Twickenham. Good luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially if England play like they did this last weekend, which let's talk about that right now. Yes, uh, let's. Ireland 20, England 32. And what electricity going through that stadium? Certainly at the beginning. It, like That's one of those things. If you were watching that game and you were actually like paying attention to it and like into it and you didn't have like any sort of like goosebumps or heartbeat, mm-hmm. Man, your heart must be made of like stone or something. Cause, uh, yeah. Wow. I think actually that's what the announcer said. Maybe that's where I got that from. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny to see our two our two English pals um, didn't celebrate once until oh, the they final were, whistle. They were not about it. They were just like, they were, I, I'm not getting ahead of myself. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Yep. <laughs> they were. They were like, please, please, just matter. let us finish this. Yeah. It didn't matter that they had a what was it a, a, a 12, point twelve point lead with uh, more than that. However long to go, right? Um. They were still on, you know, who the fuck knows? So. Yeah, they're like, no, no, don't, don't tell me that. Right. <laughs> um, oh, man. But, I mean, England's defense, I mean, credit to John Mitchell and Eddie Jones. They, they, they came out and really smashed. And, obviously, they freaking came out hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny May over the line in, in under 90 seconds. Yeah. Woo! That was <laughs> very quick start. Woo! <laughs> um, and great way to get yeah. that's, that's the way you want to. That's the way you want to start a match. In, in Dublin. Uh, yeah, when you're away from home, especially in a place like the Aviva. Right. For sure. For, for so many reasons. Yeah. Momentum and, and, and just getting that, that the, you know, those getting first, first points, points sometimes the they can be, even if it's not the first they like points. They feel like they take forever. Right. Even sometimes. if it's not the first points of the game, getting the first points for your team early is huge just yeah. to get it out of the way. So, uh, but that, you know, it, it had the, uh, the job of doing both. So, yeah. got them on the board and on the board first and on the board right away yep. and help to set the tone. Absolutely. Because now Ireland's chasing you. And because Ireland, as we talked in the past couple of weeks leading up to this, is that they will, they'll choke you to death if they can. Yeah. They love doing that. Yeah. Shit. Well, yeah. I mean, they'll suffocate you. Right. So 
getting those points, now that takes them out of that ability. Now they have to chase your point. Right. They can't just sit back and say, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll play defense, and then yeah. at the end we'll, we'll pop one over and, and win, or, or we'll get points on and then just have you chasing yeah, yeah. us with penalty kicks or something like that. And uh, so, yeah, they, for, so they, to, they, to put points on first in that early for yeah. England was, I think, was bigger than big. It, it, just, yeah. So uh, important. Curry's yellow card. Uh, right, wrong? Wrong. Yeah. Wrong all day. Yeah. The penalty. I thought a penalty was, a, was stretching it, honestly. He I thought a penalty late. was probably about right. He was. It wasn't high, but, you know, I, I understand what Garza saw. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you know, it was, uh, it was. So there was the conversation of that I was having with somebody about, like, Oh well, you know, if you want to open up the game and to get more attack, you know, you got almost treat like yellow cards like a power play. That is a, I'm sorry, that's the dumbest friggin' sentiment out there. And if the person that said that's listening, sorry, buddy, you are yeah, way off base. I don't care how much rugby you think you know. Right. I, that's not what this game's about. And yes, okay, you want to get offense. We cannot look to create entertainment and offense for the detriment of the game. Right. And if you're doing that, we're doing it wrong. Simple as that. We're doing it wrong. Okay, yeah, I don't care if it offense, takes a little. Like, if it takes a little bit more time yeah. to get the game a little bit more out there, without that, fine. Let's do it the right way. Let's mm-hmm. not do. Let's not artificially create offense, right? You know, or if you're doing that, chances. you're going to change the timing. So, like a power, you I know, mean, power play in hockey is two minutes. Yeah, that's not an eighth of the game. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not do that. Uh, right. That's that's so just. So then you have to change. You know, you have to change the timing of of the yellow card, and and you have yeah. to change how many yellow cards to a red. No, we're not going to start handing out cards no. like, like candy. No, I mean, and, I, and I'm with you. I, I thought it was no, no yellow card. You know, so, and the, if I remember listening to Garces correctly, it was, I think he said no rap, but Curry actually got his arms around. He did. If, if, maybe I misheard him, but I, I don't know. I think well, that's, I think that's what he, he said. Really, I mean, he was yeah, English, I know. So. He, who, who knows what the hell he's, he, he was talking. I mean, he had Ruiz and Plot on the sideline. That didn't really help. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and you mentioned our, our friend on on the other pod, yeah. Um, saying that he well he said uh, that what I listened to earlier was that, and I agree. Got Nigel Owens there, so yeah, yeah. I know. I don't. I don't like, understand why, why not. Would... Why have French ref? First off, fucking French referees. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've doc- well documented. We, my, well, well, well known. My feelings on that. Yeah. Why would you put a French referee in charge of England Ireland? I they only dislike like French referees dislike both those guys. So right. less so, I, I mean, so it's fair to a point, right? But they're still gonna fuck up the game at some well, point. Well, that's also probably true. You're, you're, you're courting disaster there. Yes. Like that no good can come of this. Only bad can come of this. Yeah. And luckily, the the worst the worst that happened was the right. yellow that was really undeserved. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, thank, I mean, so, uh, I will, Irish fans will tell you that there was worse, but um, in my opinion, the the other decisions that they're complaining about, at least the, the Slade uh, offsides on the kick, and I think the forward pass, I'm I'm okay with both of those. He, well, <laughs> he did <laughs> he did say you hear the the um the TMO. He's like, so you don't want to check that pass, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, no, why would they want to check the pass? Yeah. <laughs> play, 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 play. I guess not. <laughs> So, but, uh, but I, I didn't have a problem with either one of those. You mentioned a thing that, that, that really got to me this weekend, watching the play at this level. Every kick, every kick, 
someone's offside. Yeah, it and seems now, like it, right? In in, in at the the club level, at the, the pro level. Yep. There would be there would have been a ton of penalties, but they let it go, and I'm I'm okay with that to a point. But there were some that were just clear and obvious. This guy's like five meters in front of the kicker. Like maybe you know when when the when he he, he pulls his leg back, he's gonna make the kick. Yeah. That's when he starts his run. Yeah. And by the time the kick is actually made, he's like five meters ahead of the kicker. Yeah. And everybody's like, ah, oh, whatever, play it. And, yeah. and so, and that even happened on fucking restarts. Yeah, the so, restarts it's happened for years, though. I feel like. Yeah, but I feel like they police it better at. The, oh, well, you think so? At below the international level, okay. so uh, it just it felt like they they kind of, it almost felt coordinated as far as saying, mm-hmm. you know what, if they're a little, if they're like a meter or two or ahead of the kicker, then then just let it go. Yeah, because that was that was true. All, all, I mean, I guess if you're match. making the right call all day, but you better change the laws too. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if if they're consistent about it, letting yeah, it go, that's what I'm then, saying. If, then if it's consistent, if it's consistent, that's fine. But and they better that, start like, changing those laws. Right, and that was that's consistent all. at that level. So, yep. right. um, so we and we we talked about it already a little bit. Henshaw and Daly at fullback. I mean, uh, uh, Daly Daly disappointed me. And, and I well, so let's talk about this because you said flop, and I don't think flop is the operative term for him. I don't think if you he had a solid game. There was maybe one dumb pass he made, but honestly, when you set up a try and you score one yourself, that gets negated by that. By that. So I'd say it's solid. I don't. I'm not saying. I feel that like it was otherworldly, but yeah, I feel like his contribution to the game was limited to those two, though. A, oh, I see. And I see when you said it, I started looking for all right, what what bad things did Daly do? And, he and, looked like he made some defensive moves that needed to be made. And if you don't know what you're doing, yeah, you don't make those moves. And so, where where when I was saying when I when I meant by it was a flop was that you have two guys in your system. You have Good, and you have Mike Brown. Yep. Both of those will come into a match and change the match. Mm-hmm. And they will do things. They will be visible. Yeah. Goody, fuck. Every well, yeah. Well, you know, we, every couple of minutes, our, all of a sudden, he gets the ball. He's, he's doing something amazing with it. Yep. So, what I meant by flop is that it's like, eh. Did did okay. Did um, did Daly do a good job at wing? Or, I'm sorry, at fullback. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did it. He had a game. But was he fucking a standout? Was he, he somebody who, if I'm looking at every people who made like consistent impacts in the game? I'm talking about, you know, at least ten other yeah. people before I get to, okay. to um, before I get to him. So okay. if uh, I'm if I, if it's taking me that long to get to daily, and then why didn't you get to some? Why why not put somebody else in right. who I'm going to be talking about like maybe first, yeah, <laughs> or at least fifth. <laughs> okay. So so it was a flop in that. You had options that could have made a huge impact, and you, yeah. you picked the guy who did solid, and that's fine. Solid's good, I guess, I mean, especially against Ireland. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're not – because you're not scintillating and you're not otherworldly, doesn't necessarily make you a flop. I guess in the context that you're talking of comparatively, sure. But in overall scheme of things, I don't think he's a. I don't think he was a flop at no. fullback. And just, this is not a new thing. This is something A. Jones has already done once or twice before, yeah. at least. I mean, he he likes daily fullback for whatever freaking reason. I have no idea. But so, just because he wasn't otherworldly doesn't necessarily make him a flop. But it doesn't say mean what you're saying is wrong. Yes, Mike Brown, Goody, even Ashy, if he wanted to come in at yeah. fullback, 
could probably light the world on fire a lot more mm-hmm. than that guy than than daily and and we you know we do, we love daily we just signed the guy yeah, trust me we I'm, love him yeah we love him it's not like we're, we hate him I'm, I'm not saying any bad anything bad about him right i'm, I'm just saying that other options were available that could have made a bigger impact on the outcome of the game. Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong on that. Um, Henshaw, just, you know, to contrast the two, he was getting pulled left and right. He was getting yanked all over the place by England's tactics, whether they were like, all right, show right and kick left, or what, and, you know, he hasn't played the position for you know, t- at that level for, for four years, and it certainly showed, in my opinion, at least. And Yeah, and that... That that's actually kind of the interesting thing. There, it's almost fortunate. I wonder if Carney had played, what would have happened? what that would have done mm. with Daly. Like, would that know. have would that have made, been a, a a a instead of just a solid player, would it have made it a liability possible? Not so much a liability, uh, I, I but like if the disparity in he might be in more noticeable in that case. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of fortunate there, but. Um, yeah, the, the, it's it's just interesting how every other match, fifteens um, like, yeah, almost took over. Yeah, you know, obviously Kinghorn, <laughs> he, he well, kind of overshadows Hog, but yeah, damn, but still, Hog had a great game. Hog had an amazing game. So, I, I, I'm just wondering, yeah. you know, can they can they continue on uh, with Daly at fifteen through through the tournament? Um, and we'll see. And not have it bite them in the ass at some point. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't. So here's the thing. I don't think he's done enough in this match to get himself dropped for Le Crunch this week. No, I keep him. I, I would. I would. Always, You're probably gonna keep him. I'd roll the um, same lineup except for their number four. Seven. Yeah, Maro Otoje went uh, went down pretty hard with uh, with a knee injury, and they were they tried to show the clip that he might have got hurt in. And I saw the clip. I actually saw what happened. He got he was caught up in a ruck. Yeah. Got folded backwards by some by uh-huh. somebody. I don't remember who. Pretty hard at that. So he uh, and he, you could see the pain on his face. He's like, yeah. So maybe it wasn't quite done then, but then he might have just tweaked it a little bit more, and that really yeah. put him in the put him in the woods. Uh-huh. So that was not good. Um, Hope he's okay. I'm sure. I'm. They said four weeks, so he's probably done for the competition. Maybe back for the Calcutta Cup if he's. If he's a hundred percent or like ninety nine percent, roll with him. If not, you're dumb to to risk that. You yeah. know. And I'm sure Mark McCall will be picking up the phone and talking to A. Jones, be like, "No, bad, bad, Eddie, bad. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you cannot have him. <laughs> no, mine. Um, uh, Stan- C. J. Stander, he's done for the for the competition. That's, looks like that's sad. Busted his face. Like yeah. I don't. I think uh, there were a couple of hits. I mean, he was laying hits left and right anyway. Apparently, he broke it like early in the match. And That's right, basically yeah. pay, played with with it for sixty minutes, and then came off after making eighteen, nineteen. Tackles. I don't know how you do that. I don't either. There was a a, a match against the the team we've well we've you and I have talked about at length. Um, one of the New York based teams that we've played against, yeah. who a uh, bunch of juice heads at the time, and uh, we're playing against them. And one of them, instead of tackling me, because that's not what they did, they the guy just the roided up jackass just threw a fucking right cross. Yeah, and. I th- I swear I thought my jaw was broken. It was just something I couldn't really close my mouth. I that's, couldn't I couldn't do anything. And I had, to, I had to, I, and I'm not one to pull myself off. But at that point, I'm like, I, I took my myself out, and the coach was like, "Everything all right?" I'm like, I can't play the way I want to play because my, my face hurts when I yeah. go into a tackle. Fuck, I couldn't scrum. Everything <laughs> that's hurt. Bad. And yeah, I'm like, if I'm thinking about row. that, I can't I can't do anything else. Yeah. So 
for him to play with that. You can do that <laughs> at that level. And you could see it when he came off. Like yeah. his face was definitely so woolen. What the actual fuck? So so yeah. well I I take my hat take my fucking pants off for CJ yeah, Stanton. Right. That was really well done. Yeah, no, he yeah. doesn't need that. Well, and so, and I mean, and so much for not caring about your adopted country, yeah. which some people will give shit about these guys, some of these guys for. I'd say Standard put himself out there pretty well for somebody that is, has an adopted country. Yeah, I think, I think he's... <laughs> he's earned it. I think he's achieved native-born status. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's, it's a shame. It, it's actually, it's unfortunately, it's bad for the competition without him. Yeah, probably. Um, same thing with Morrow. Yeah, um, the, it, those it, are two guys that you would definitely want in their teams. Those you are can. guys you want to Notable put on guys. display. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Titanic clash of Kyle Sinclair and Peter Armani, and neither one of those guys was about to back down. No, and well, uh, that was about the only time that Armani wasn't backing down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, there was a point where. I mean, Ireland's defense was the same, but like England just overrode them with their own defense, and yeah. that's what really did them in. But yeah, Omani going after uh, Sinclair, which ugh, I mean, neither one of them had a spectacular match, but Omani dropping a couple of C bombs towards uh, <laughs> towards Sinclair and getting a hot mic on top of it. Yeah. I was like, Ooh! well, who hasn't <laughs> wanted to call Kyle Sinclair that? Yeah, I'm sure it was a, the the many thoughts of people Although, that have played against Kyle. There Sinclair. are a few people who would get away with it. <laughs> yeah, Omani's probably one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not messing with that dude. No, no way. Yes, sir. If you want to call me that, yeah, that's yeah, fine. You I'll gotta... see you on the. I'll, I'll find you at the bottom of Rock. But I'm not going to do anything right now. <laughs> Until then, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even fronting that. No right. way. <laughs> Um, let's look at the uh, fantasy scores. Yeah. Um, Connor Murray with 37 makes me wish I started him. I started Para. That was not a good idea. Um, he's making me regret that. Yeah. CJ Standard and his busted face with 29. Keen Healy with 28. Rory Best with 28. Uh, James Ryan with 28. Dar- Josh Benderfleer with 28. I did notice, and you can probably look at it, um, the drop off between Benderfleer and the rest mm. is like I from did. 28 to either 20 or 19. It's, wow. it's a pretty, Fairly steep drop off, you know. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Sexton had nineteen. Stockdale yep. had nineteen. Rainrose had nineteen. Oof. Cronin so, yeah. had nineteen. And that would then yeah, and then Omani had eighteen. Mm. It was yeah, huge drop off. Yep. So there you go. Uh, For I started the wrong prop. I started Furlong. I did too. Healy had the the try. Yeah, I think we had the same front row actually. Mako, Jamie, and mm-hmm. uh, speak of the devil, Mako and Apollo, man, the match for this one forty six. Yeah, he and Wilson both had like 20-something tackles. Yeah. Ridiculous. And, and Jamie wasn't far behind. No, he wasn't. He was up there in the tackle list. Um, Johnny May with 44. Henry Slade with 37 with a pair of tries. Chasing one down and then intercepting one on a, pretty much a blitz. Mm-hmm. And well done to hang on to that damn thing. That thing looked like it was going to get away from him. Um, Mark Wilson with 34. Again, like I said, he had a, he had a, a boatload, boatload of tackles. Good for, I am, I'm so happy to see him doing so well. That was finally getting see. his chance. I, you I know. love it. It's it's such a great you know he play, he I plays for such a garbage club unfortunately right. but you know I don't love him at eight but it's well I mean that's what they had to do last in the in the fall but right you got Big Billy back there now you're right. you're good to go you have Hughes as but well six to I, like I think six is, six is, is definitely his position right in his wheelhouse yeah at that level you want to run at me smash yeah yeah he's got that covered um, Jamie George with twenty seven Elliot Daly with twenty five and the Unfortunate, uh, Maro Toje with 23. Mm-hmm. Our boy Asikwe got called in to take his place. Yeah, so, that's surprising, good. but I, I know considering he's kind of like one of those outcasts that Eddie Jones has uh pulled at halftime or before halftime, right? Uh, he, eh. 
I feel um I feel I feel a little bit for Dan Robson. Didn't get a didn't get a single minute in this game. That, John Cooney got a minute, and they and his team was get was getting shelled. Yeah, you know I I, I feel like you could have given he basically rolled everybody out there but Dan Robson for the last five minutes. Like, well, get the man on there. And get Eddie's him, gonna Eddie. He had to he had to pull an Eddie Jones at, at, on something. <laughs> you know some he, he can't have the perfect game. He's got to right. have something that that people can criticize him for. And and yeah, and he found it. He found it. He found a way. I Good feel job. bad for Robson, but he'll get he'll get too. there. Yeah, yeah that's too bad. Um, now, we've now reached the portion of the show where we switch to the ones without the Y chromosome Ooh, it's a lady. <laughs> and go to the the women's Six Nation. And uh, I mean, we talked about the two teams that are probably going to be right in, and it's uh, France. France took care of easy business. And then England made Ireland look pretty bad, although Ireland have the talent. And um, I certainly saw a little bit of skill in the highlights that I saw, but just don't have it together yet. No, no and that, that's... It, I mean, you know me. I love being right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what, what got me especially about this match was Ireland showing a lot of creativity on, a, on a, an attack and I should say an attempt at creativity. Yeah. Now, they're 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 trying. They're they're they got the at least they're trying. <laughs> they got the idea, but they just have to they have to get it. They have to to continue to work ne- in the needs, system. Needs it's to gonna, keep baking. <laughs> it's gonna take a couple years, but they'll get it. And I'm I'm super excited about that because I saw a, some some great crossing lines, some switches. And 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 things that just the timing wasn't right, the angles weren't right, but yeah. but the idea was there. They got the they got the right idea. So so I'm looking forward to that. Ultimately, what decided this match was that uh, England did the things that good rugby teams do. Yep. And Ireland did the things that bad rugby teams do. Yeah. Which is just I mean that's that's what's going to happen when you're you're still so. learning. Um, first off, Jess Breach on the wing for England. For England fucking burner like she would get the ball and just see ya rocket up the sideline i mean so so i want to get into this and and part of the reason that we talk about we're going to talk about the the women's world cup i'm sorry the women's um six nations Mm -hmm. is that the the, you know the skill the play they can rival the men yeah what they're doing with the ball and how they're they're playing the international play of women's i i will say i look at it and I, i actually enjoy it they're and this is not, an, I'm going to sound like a complete jackass. There are some women's sports, and I know women that will agree with me on this, so mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not a complete jackass at least. Um, some women's sports, I just can't watch. And, and I, I appreciate the effort and the athleticism that it takes for them to get to the abilities that they're at. And I really do. But there's just some sports I can't. Listen, I don't watch any basketball except no. March Madness. That's right. it. I don't watch NBA. I don't watch WNBA. So it's, forgive it's me not, on that one. Yeah, it's not All about. Right? It's not about that it's women. It's just I don't like the sport. I just don't like the sport. Exactly. So the, you know, there's certain ones I can't watch. Right. I can watch. I I can watch uh, women's soccer, especially World Cup soccer. Yeah. Women's hockey is great. I watch. can watch women's. I can watch women's hockey. Absolutely. I can watch women's rugby. Those are the three sports I can absolutely 100 percent watch and be thoroughly entertained by because the level just it, it, it looks good it looks right. great it looks nice and crisp and, and it doesn't make me want to like go oh man i need to switch this right now and let's put it this way it doesn't make me pick up the switcher it's, I, bro- I, it's okay I'll, I'll never you forget know? this story where we're, we're playing a match and jared brings one of his his friends up to to watch us play uh a lady <laughs> who, yep. who, who watches from the sideline and then we, we we're talking to her after the game 
And yes, like, oh, okay. Yeah, so, I recall the story. All right. So, so, so Kaylee, what would you think of the game? <laughs> I had a lady boner the whole time. Uh, now, okay, that's that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I, absolutely, it's not acceptable. To accept that. I know it wasn't for me, but at the same time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, yes, the the, the short shorts and the long socks—it just works. I mean, you kind of get it, right? Right. Now, these women not only can they play, but they're—I mean, why? You know, some men talk shit about the game. Now, I've happened to marry. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm married to a they, woman's they player, um, and uh, but man, they're they they're it's it's a different. It's not you know the the women's rugby of 20 years ago. No, <laughs> and I remember there was a moment on the sideline where where they're showing a, a, an Irish player warming up, getting ready to come in, and I'm like, wow, she's very attractive. I mean, that's just a, a, a standard objective thought that I had yeah. in my head. <laughs> and then I thought, man, that, imagine talking to her, and I'm like. She'd speak in an Irish accent. And I just See, like, guys fall for that too, I, ladies. Don't don't I, get me wrong. I'm not gonna lie. I became a puddle on the couch there. I was like, oh, wow. But uh, um, it, it you know they're they're amazing players. Like why I don't understand why it doesn't get the respect that it, that it should get. It should be a great game, to watch yeah, yeah. as far as not only the gameplay, but also hey, we should be hanging out with these ladies. That yeah, play absolutely. But uh, but anyway, let's move let's move on from that to the actual game, which was um. The one thing that I noticed about all of every single women, well, every single woman on the English side, yeah, they were all extremely good in the loose. Yeah, there was uh, they had it's the, a huge difference. There one player who, well, who well, oftentimes who happens to be a Saracen, huzzah, uh, Hannah Botterman. I, you know, I'm gonna, yeah, 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 I'm gonna yeah, single yeah. out a prop. That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we I talked love, about I it, love yeah. my props, and 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 I hope. First off, I don't. I doubt she's listening, but if she is listening, I, I apologize for what I'm about to say. But um, she got her ass kicked in the scrum. Bad from a the lo- opening a lot of props scrum. In general, are starting to get that way where they get their ass whooped in the scrum. They're fine in the loose, but right. they're they get their she was complete a terror, shit kicked in the scrum. Terror in the loose, but she got her the shit yeah. kicked out of her in the scrum maybe, and, and led maybe to maybe share that part penalties. up a little bit, including the the one try that Ireland scored was off a scrum. It was a five meter scrum to them. They got the penalty. They had a couple penalties, and then right. the, the referee just said, "You know what? Fuck it, penalty try." Um, so Ireland, they got to move out away again. So they're still working on their way out towards. Um, becoming good in the in loose play mm-hmm. um and i'm sure part of their their struggles were because england is so fucking good in the loose mm-hmm. in offense and defense so they're putting a lot of pressure on them so it, it's hard to you have to be perfect if you're gonna mm-hmm. to, to score on them in the loose so there's a lot of pressure on them so again their struggles are attributed not only to their relative newness to this wide open game rather right. than smash 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 but also because they're playing a good opponent yeah, that never um, helps either. That, that does not help. Um, Hopefully, but every single one from one to fifteen, they get the ball on the loose. They're doing something cool with it, yeah. and Frank, love it. And that's that's what I love to see. Yeah, so, you so, love it. So uh, well done to England. Um, they certainly deserve to win the way they did. Smash them, smash them, baby. And uh, again, that 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 final score is fifty-one-seven. And mm. and honestly, it was it was thirteen nothing at half. Yeah. When um when uh, when is uh, when is Le Crunch, uh, via the ladies. Well, let's find out. I actually don't know. Okay. Um, and I couldn't. I didn't end up seeing the other matches, unfortunately. Um, happens. Yeah, I, Only I so much you can squeeze in it. sometimes, right? Um, and French, the French crushed. So that, yeah, that was, I think I saw that. That yeah. was a surprise. 50, I, that was fifty-two I, to three. Yeah, I, um, I kept. I do because I follow the French rugby Twitter feed, and it kept going aside, aside, yeah. which is try in French. Yeah, I was like, yikes! This team is just romping so right now. Looks like, where is it? 
Where is England? Do, 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 do. England, France is in round two. It's ooh, it's this weekend. It's this week. Okay, so it's it's also the crunch this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess I, I guess I they, guess it uh, makes sense. Yeah, they think they, they, they actually match do up. follow the same okay pattern. Same, the same the pattern. only difference was that uh, um, France Wales uh, with the men was on Friday and with the women was on Saturday. Yeah, so they, yeah. they don't follow exactly. And then the, but the um, matchups are the right. same. And Ireland England was on Friday. So okay, so the matchups are the same. The, the dates might be different. Gotcha. I guess that makes sense. That, then, makes, that makes things a little easier on everybody. Right. And it looks as though um, this match uh, will be, yeah, it'll be, um, it'll be in Doncaster. So, okay. so it'll be in England. So it'll be in England. Yeah. I mean, because England's home for the men as well. So. Oh, are they? I guess that makes sense. Okay. That does yeah, make sense. Yeah. They're at Twickenham. Oh, right. All right. That makes sense. Cool. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be an American pod without nodding to our boys from. United States Eagles, yeah. romped Chile. I kind of, uh, they scored 11 tries uh, to Chile's one, I believe. Nice. The Chile kicked a penalty, then you then you get a conversion. Um, our new our new best friend, um, Ty Leader, got himself on the board. Great job, Ty. Yeah, Ty. Can't um, wait to see you what play for the Free Jacks. Yeah, right. Um, AJ McGinty basically outscored everybody himself between he, his kicks and, it, and then he got. A, I think he got a couple over the line himself. I'm glad he's back. Yeah, me too. I am too. I was really worried about that. Um, Joe Tefete ties Keith Wood for the most front row test tries in in international play. Now, obviously, Joe Tefete plays for the United States Eagles. Keith Wood used to play for England, I'm pretty sure. So, two levels. So, you know, tier one, tier two. Right. But, hey, I mean, Smoking Joe's doing a freaking great job. Yeah. Um, I, I, he, 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 beat, he beat up Scotland in that, in yeah, that win. He, he was a problem for and, them. Eagles are, are really showing they have, and we talked about their their center combination is oh, yeah. absolutely tier one international quality. Yeah, Lasica and Campbell, like I think most there are a lot of teams that would trade for that, and not just tier two teams. There are right. tier one teams that yeah. would trade for that center combination. So. so, so there's 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 room to to, to to well, there's reason for excitement there. Yeah, and then you look at the the sevens squad, which we know we don't generally talk about sevens. No, but but the sevens, the the, the Eagles they usually ship some guys back and forth sometimes too. So right, but the Eagles sevens are the so far the only team to medal in every, every single tournament so far. Tournament. Yeah. yeah, so that good you know, things good the, things the, on the front. The beast might be awakened. Yeah. No, we are the giant is slowly getting to its knee and trying to get to its feet. So yeah. wait for it, wait for it. Uh, don't uh, don't sleep on it now. <laughs> um, let's do pick 'em. Sure, let's do some pick 'em. Uh, I got three games up on you now, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, unless you sweep uh, one of these weeks, it's going to be a little while for you to catch me. Oh, you know. Tortoise in the hair, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are definitely the tortoise. Um, I have so I have James's picks. Okay, because he wants to keep going with us. Um, Miss you, buddy. Here we go. So let's go. Scotland and Ireland. Scotland at Murrayfield, playing host to the the wounded animal that is the Irish. Can can they hold on and? And and beat the Irish at home because so, this is what they did two years ago. They were right. able to beat them. Right? Wasn't it? Wasn't wasn't that kind of Stuart Hogg's like little little dance that he had for himself against Ireland a couple years ago? I think. But so here's what I have. So I'm gonna pick Scotland to win. Yeah. There's two things. There's two assumptions I have to make. Shoot. One is that um, Scotland. First off, is that Scotland are as good as they look. They looked against Italy, which we know was probably not true. And the other is that that 
Ireland is as bad as they looked against England. Which we also know is not true. Right. But then we have to, and then there's more assumptions I have to make, which yeah. is Scotland can repeat the, the quality of play that they had. Yep. And Ireland, you know, they were talking, so listening to the other pod, apparently the talk in Ireland was, was not about whether they would win Six Nations, but mm-hmm. by how much and when what the point differential be. So, so the question that I have is, is Ireland, is their heart still in it? Yeah, now, we'll see. when you start questioning Ireland's heart, yeah. they tend to respond. That's also true. Like I said, wounded animal, man. Right, exactly. They're, they're, Ireland are probably as dangerous as, as, as they could be. However, then we got to go back to, they don't have standard. They're still going to have issues with... Sean O'Brien's still a pretty darn good replacement to pick um, in there. That guy, bad. that guy ain't na- I'm nobody not, that I'm... I'm not, I'm not talking on. shit about O'Brien. But, <laughs> but, but, Stander is, it's just a kind of, he's been a heart and soul kind of guy. And O'Brien can, can fit that, but I don't think he's going to bring the same... He's very much a quiet leadership right. type. He, I mean, the guy doesn't miss. I know that much. Right. Um, I think they might have Ian Henderson back. And I presume that uh, Carney's going to be back in this. I mean, fuck it. Not that it matters. I'm going with Ireland. Yeah. But the whole point is that there's re- there are reasons to take Scotland. There are right. good reasons to take Scotland. But uh, I I feel that Ireland yep. is going to be fucking angry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not going against the angry Irishman by any means. Um, I'm also taking Ireland, and I believe yeah, James took Ireland too. So all right, the Irish across the board. All right. Um. Uh, Wales go to Rome. Italy, play, no, in the, no. play in the Olympic Stadium. Going with Wales. Yeah. Even if they play a slightly depowered team, um, I gotta believe that we're gonna Again, be training run. I... Yeah. Yeah. And then Sunday at Twickenham, Le Crunch, 2019 version. Well, as we all know, I picked France to win. <laughs> You're off to a hot start with that I one. I am off to a scorching hot start with that one. There's just such a clear difference there. And, and I, right. don't, I, I, I don't see any way that France is going to come to England and put a lot. They couldn't put 80 minutes together. They, couldn't, they barely put 40 minutes together. Um, put a decent 40 minutes oh, okay. together. They put, I'm sorry. They put 40. They could barely put 41 minutes together. Yeah, they couldn't really put 41, 42 minutes, though. That, that's so, a 42nd man. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the home squad there. Yeah, I think England are very buoyed by their by the recent performance. Hopefully, Eddie Jones keeps them in sh- keeps their brains in check. So I'm not catching up this so week at all. You probably aren't. No, we are. Um, we're having the same picks. So. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we're going to have to wait until uh, next week when we start kicking yeah. in next other, other games besides these. Well, and fuck it. I'm going big. I'm going home. I'm going. I'm I'm switching it. You're going to switch it? I'm going to France. If I'm going to be wrong about this, I'm wrong. I'm going to go in my take hole and say that that France are going to win this game. Oh, man. Fuck everybody. Screw it. I got you all. For for calling French the winner. Yeah. All right. Just don't turn to Austin Neely, please. If I do that, you feel free to punch me in the nuts. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not that. I'm not that mean. Maybe, maybe somewhere else, but not the nuts. Well, that's just intended for me to not turn into Austin Healy. Yeah, so. yeah please. I deserve it if I turn into Austin Healy. No, I'll just rebreak your nose or something. Thank you. <laughs> um, you said it right this time. Yeah, I will. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm going to try and contain myself for a second here. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we are very glad that we had a nice little bump. Hopefully, this continue. This bump continues, even though we're back in our old setting. Maybe it was maybe it was the new setting that was the, that was doing it. I have no idea, but <laughs> seemed to be the 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 new setting was was getting us or something. Um, maybe this will continue. But anyway, thanks for everybody for listening. Yeah, thank you uh, so much for listening. Yeah, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, please email the show, fancyrugbypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Leave us feedback anywhere. Podbean, which is the app that we use to run this sucker. Um, other than that, thank you very much. Um, enjoy the enjoy the Six Nations this, this week, and uh, we'll be back next week to talk about more crap and more rugby. Later. Cheers. Thank you.